It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm sorry. I know that you don't want to hear it and you are emotionally destroyed now from mm-hmm. this pregnancy and working and all that, et cetera, and kids and all that. But you've got great shoulders. <laughs> you really do. Thanks. You have, you have a fine, uh, an, a, a, an exquisite torso. Thank you. And the head counts, too. <laughs> okay. So from the chest up? Uh, waist up. Well, not right now. The waist up. Right. Yeah. No, no, yeah. 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 Just chest up. Yeah. Right now. Good. It looks great. That yellow looks good on you. Thanks. I don't think it's a really technically that's correct, but thank you. Remember those days, Fisher House days. I know. Love the Fisher House. Uh my goodness! I don't know what here's Morgan. I don't speak Spanish. Let me see if this thing will. Does Morgan speak Spanish? Why are you talking to Morgan? He's on Twitter. He responded to me because I, I was watching. You see Biden today? A little bits and pieces. Yeah. He's wearing like this this weird sweatshirt. He's wearing an elderly man sweatshirt. He does this. He visits the press in the back of Air Force One, mm-hmm. and this is the worst I've ever seen him. This is absolutely no bueno. It's unfortunately it's very visible, but you can hear the lapses in his speech. His head is down now. Mouth open. Virtually every mass shooting, every circumstance where a large number of people have been victimized and lost, I spoke to them. I learned a long time ago that you all learned in your life. Silence. Pause. When someone's going through something, Beyond their comprehension. Head is moving slowly. Right. If they see someone who they think understands or maybe they took something not the same but similar, it gives them some sense of hope. And I always get criticized sometimes on my staff because when I go to these events, I stay for three or four hours and answer all the questions. Let's check that later. Yeah. But it matters. It matters a lot. And, uh, Look, I'm talking, some of you have gone through a hell of a lot more than I've gone through, and a lot more than other people have gone through, and you understand. So it's just, it's just, uh, people are looking for... The point is, is that his, he's not, it's not what he's saying. Right, what he's doing is, the, the content is, the reason I tell everybody that their tragedy is just like my son Bo, is because it works on, that's what he's trying to say. Yeah, but he's he's gone. His motor skills here. This is the. It's funny because he now in my life is the oldest, most decrepit person I see anywhere in like real life or on TV. Right. I see. I mean, McConnell may be giving him a run for his money this year, but 
this is the most decrepit world leader there is right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because there's, I mean, there's a hundred senators, but there's only one president. So it's more noticeable when it's the president. I mean, it's bad that Fetterman is how he is and McConnell is how he is and that Dianne Feinstein was how she was. But it doesn't have the same impact, like on the international stage as you know the president not being able to string a sentence together right and, and it's not as if he's older and a maniac like trump right he's just coming to a grinding halt he doesn't have he just doesn't have it doesn't matter it, it doesn't matter because nothing's going to happen he could still be president i talked i had a long talk with michael graham today who essentially just yelled at me for 10 minutes about supporting trump it being a political suicide mission because biden would beat him and then we don't get any of this validation. We don't get any investigations. We don't ever write the ship or whatever. My feeling is, of course, that that you take somebody with the with the armor, with the the Kevlar that Trump has. What's happening? Who's that? That's James, because that's the only other person who's here. Who's that? Okay. He's yelling at his brother. Okay. So, yeah, Trump, nobody has the, the armor that Trump has that allows him to do things like the Kavanaugh thing and not give a flying F about moving the embassy in Jerusalem, etc. So, 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 yes. And so during this conversation, I was saying that, yes, and largely it's a spiritual quest for me that feels like uh, in the spiritual world, there needs to be some symmetry, and that is Trump destroying the state trying to destroy him mm-hmm. i realize that that's the that's as emotional as the left and why they vote for people and i realize it's wrong but the consensus the end of the conversation saying sometimes in order to save yourself you have to throw yourself into the volcano which is just to say that desantis is the better candidate but it's got to be trump i mean i if he's still in it by that which i don't think it's clear will happen i'll probably vote for desantis in the primary you will yeah Death sentence? Yeah. I still would prefer him to be the nominee. No, I mean, I'll vote for Trump if he's the nominee. It's fine. It is what it is. I think he's going to win. I don't think all these people are going to stay in here forever. But, I mean, I think it's pretty much predetermined. But it doesn't mean I have to vote for him in the primary. Mm. Because I still don't think he's the best choice. No, but he's really getting screwed by the administrative state. I mean, sure. Symbolically, it makes him uh, kind of the choice for me. By the way, speaking of him being screwed by the administrative state, did you see that Rashida Tlaib riled up a crowd outside Mm -hmm. the Capitol that took over the Capitol today? I did see that. We should clarify that that was one of the office buildings, and you're allowed in there. So it's not as if they were in the rotunda doing it. I wouldn't be surprised if they were in the rotunda doing it eventually, but... um, and they're not going to get... Yeah, you're allowed to do that kind of protest. You're not allowed to go... But the only reason you weren't allowed... Because people are allowed in the U.S. Capitol, too. The only reason they right. weren't allowed in the Capitol on January 6th was because it was closed for COVID. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Huh. I just assumed it was like closed because they're doing important stuff in there. No. Um, okay, I want to get back to Biden, though. Um Here's Joe Biden. Another thing he said that I that I know that you uh, reacted to this. That the aid should go to civilians, not to Hamas. Is it agreed humanitarian assistance can begin to move from Egypt to Gaza? Let me be clear: if Hamas diverts or steals the assistance, they will have demonstrated once again that they have no concern for the welfare of the Palestinian people. I think they're okay with that. You didn't. Play the beginning, which is that we're giving a hundred million dollars of U.S. Yes. taxpayer money to, uh, to definitely which, not Hamas, definitely but, not Hamas, which uh, absolutely, in one way or another, absolutely undermines the war effort for Israel. Right, of course it does. There, there's a siege they're setting up right now. It's to deplete the enemy, demoralize the enemy. It's to break the enemy down physically and mentally. It's, it's to create divisions within the area as well. A siege is a siege for a reason. So now we're unseaging it. Right. If, I mean, Israel's a war. Does anybody not know this? No, it's the first time anybody's ever heard of a war, apparently. Israel has to take care of... Israel's bombing buildings. I know. 
Have you heard of wars? We're going to get to that. You're wrong about that, what you just said. Put a pin in that. I just want to play one other thing. Mm -hmm. File this under the, imagine Trump had said this. But the point is this, that uh, um, I was deeply saddened and outraged by the uh, explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday. And based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team, not, not you. Not but there's a lot of people out there not sure. Had Trump said the other team, oh my God. Right. He's equating it. To, first of all, they're equivalent. The other team could be your team, could be the other team. This time it's, it's you're simple. You're the same bit teams. You're playing the same sport. This time it was the other team. Trump would get never ending crap for that. Just like he did mm-hmm. when he said that uh, like Hamas was smart or the plan was so smart, which is a an inartful thing the guy like Trump says and will always say. But you also get what he means, right? Right. They pulled off a quite a an elaborate attack for a bunch of uh, hooligans. Um, so, by the way, so going back to what you said about the missile attack, mm-hmm. which I don't like at all, that is not at all what happened. CBS News has a news wrap about this, uh, what happened. I spoke with a Los Angeles area man whose family is stuck in Gaza. He says his parents are sheltering about a thousand feet away from the site of a hospital blast on Tuesday. There's no, it's a hospital blast, Alice. Okay. It is something, it is an endemic problem with hospitals and healthcare facilities that they explode. This mm-hmm. is just one of those. It's a hospital blast. They were almost near the hospital blast. Let's see. Do you think she calls out Hamas in this? I've only listened up to this part, and that's when I said I didn't get this. Now, he was able to speak with his parents very briefly after the explosion. He says his family is physically unharmed, but his mother sounds incredibly weak. Just weeks ago, Alia Albesuni danced with joy as she embraced her family for the first time in about a decade. She and her husband, Mohammed, live in Germany now, but are visiting loved ones in their Palestinian homeland. But their long-awaited homecoming is now harrowing. The couple is trapped in Gaza as bombs fall from above and Israel's ground invasion looms. I don't know what can I do. Wait a second. To save Wait a my second. parents, you know? I mean- Wait a second. Bombs fall from above from what? What do balls, bombs fall from above? Planes? From- yes. What planes? Israeli Air Force planes. Exactly. And she's talking about the other, the Israeli... As bombs fall from above and Israel's ground invasion looms. I don't know what can I do to save my parents, wow. you know? I mean, I hope they are alive at this moment. Their son, Loai Albesuni, is overwhelmed watching the war unfold from Los Angeles, where he's an engineer who's worked for NASA. Each of the few times Great. he's spoken with his yeah. parents, he's worried it could be the last. I mean, I spoke to my mom and she's like... We are one minute and 12 seconds into this without mentioning Hamas right? as yet. I'm really scared. The bombs are so strong outside and there is nowhere to go. There is no food. There is no water. My cousin was able to go run buy bread. It took him four hours at the bakery to wait for it. So far, the only two parties mentioned in this story are what two parties? Uh, Israel. Yes. And civilians mm-hmm. mom in other words we're mm-hmm. meeting we're getting to know mom getting a loaf of bread his parents evacuated from Beit Hanun to Gaza City and are now among up to two million people trying to get out safely but the only way out is through the Rafa border gate with Egypt which is closed Albesuni fears his parents can't even make it there I mean you have to walk about 20 miles you know I mean my dad is 75 year old just had a back surgery I mean it would take him Three months. His parents are a retired surgeon and nurse who spent decades saving lives in Germany and Gaza. But if they needed medical attention now, they would likely be passed over. Any particular reason why? Any other party you want to introduce to us in this news package? <laughs> nope. <laughs> They're such good people. They were dancing at the beginning of this thing. She got a loaf of bread. The hospital in Gaza is at capacity. Most people don't know what that means. If my dad ended up at the hospital, they would not treat him. Mm-hmm. They're just going to pick a younger guy. Who? Wait a second. Who runs the hospitals over there? 
probably Israel, I would guess. Because <laughs> I well, that's the only player in this news rap. <laughs> that's all there is. They just have no choice. What's going through your mind right now? Death to Jews. It's just, you know, I mean, all this stuff going on in my mind. It's like, what's going to happen next? The German government told Alvis Uni it cannot evacuate anyone at this point. To me, there is no winners in the war. I mean, it doesn't matter. We all lose. Oh, all lives Just matter? days before the fighting yeah. erupted, Alves Uni's father peacefully strolled through his family's orchard. For Alves Uni, only the roots of humanity can combat what he believes is a fruitless war. With, yeah, it's from what I gather. Why from were they package, visiting the open air prison concentration camp, the site of the <laughs> genocidal <laughs> occupation? Then, isn't that amazing? All lives matter. Yeah. I care about all lives. All I've literally seen a bunch of people say that on Twitter now who told us that all lives matter was an offensive white supremacist slogan like a year ago are now saying the, the same people who in Melrose, Massachusetts wanted the police chief gone because somebody put up on a um, one of those like light up traffic signs that all lives matter. And buckle your seatbelt mm-hmm. uh, because all lives matter is so offensive. And then like they're now saying, don't all lives matter when, you know, Hamas slaughters a Which, bunch of people Which, by the way, the white mayor attack. of the town launched a heavy investigation into how this happened. How did it happen that somebody wrote all lives matter on this billboard? <laughs> I know. We're not on all lives matter. We're on black lives matter now. Now we're back. When it comes to this, we're on all lives but matter. But if Jewish people die, now all lives matter. Do Jewish lives matter? I mean... We're not on Jewish lives matter. <laughs> we are not on Jewish lives matter. No. If it's, Jewish people get killed, then Palestinian lives matter. How does, how does this news package freaking happen? Everyone's insane. Everyone's nuts. That's how it happens. That's how it happens. So, So to revisit the hospital blast just a little bit here which you know we discussed this yesterday that it was looking more and more like it probably came from the ground mm-hmm. um either hamas or this other group like the islamic um, palestinian islamic jihad yes yes um which is apparently um the pij the JV team of hamas they're not as good right their rockets suck they were shooting- their rockets cause hospital blasts right so they were shooting um rockets from a cemetery next to the hospital as one does <laughs> and um and they, excellent human shielding right there and uh one fell in the wind one <laughs> fell in the parking lot and apparently like a fair number of kids did were killed by this because mm-hmm. um like the park the sort of outdoor area of the hospital where there was like a playground area for kids was like right next to this parking lot where everything exploded. Yeah, well, but where there was, was a blast. But the hospital, the hospital's still standing, though. Yes, the hospital's still standing. Some even, of the buildings are a bit damaged, like windows blown out and stuff. Like I Regardless mean, of uh, Israeli uh, military movements and bombs dropping from the sky. The hospital's still standing. And that's actually one thing that's incredible to me is so we talked yesterday about the New York Times and the AP stealth changing headlines as the story evolved mm-hmm. from an Israeli airstrike into maybe not an Israeli airstrike into no, it definitely looks like this is what happened. Um, is that this was a rocket that was an in- intended for an Israeli hospital with Israeli children that just they screwed up and yes. killed their own kids because that's what they do because they don't care about either side's kids at all. Right. And we, by the way, they the the Hamas has not been condemned by anybody in the squad. No, it stopped being a war crime the second it looked like it yes. came out of Palestine. Um, but what's really incredible, so we talked yesterday about them stealth changing the headlines, but both the AP and the New York Times ran with photos in print and on the front page of their websites of a building that had been destroyed by an Israeli airstrike elsewhere in Gaza with the story about the hospital blast, which to me implies, and I didn't realize this at the time because they they both actually are showing the same building from a few days before that was destroyed somewhere totally different. Mm-hmm. That's not a part of the hospital, but that's like really 
incredible as an editorial decision. I mean, like you've worked in newspapers. Doesn't it seem odd to say like, you know, Israeli airstrike destroys hospital, 500 dead, and then put, you haven't actually verified that the hospital's been destroyed at all. Find me a hospital. And Get call a photo you just desk. put a photo of a different building in Gaza that's been bombed. That would be in a the, problem. In the article? I mean, like, and on the front page of your paper? I, it seems incredibly unethical to me. Yes, it is. It is. We, that, you, that you run with that story. The hospital's not destroyed because one of the things that all the munitions experts on Twitter were weighing in on, including like Karen Ataya and John Cusack and uh, all the usual suspects are there. Um, they were saying like, oh, Hamas doesn't even have rockets that are big enough to destroy a whole hospital. That's why it's not possible. It could have been Hamas or anyone internally to Ga Gaza. Well, it turns out they didn't destroy the hospital. That didn't actually happen. Right. They exploded a rocket in a parking lot. And there were a bunch of people around and a bunch of people were killed. Certainly not 500. They, I mean, the, the 500 claim should have been sus suspicious to everybody right off the bat. Because think about how long it took, even after the terrorist attacks that happened in Israel first to start all this, how long it took for the death toll to go up. You know, but everybody in the Western media, including all the supposedly reputable papers... The Washington Post, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, the, everybody ran with this story straight out of the Hamas propaganda, repeated yes. the 500 number, put a picture of a destroyed building, said the building had been destroyed. The building wasn't destroyed. This actually literally, I mean, like, forget who blew up the hospital. The hospital didn't blow right. up. There was... Regardless of all the dramas, bombs dropped from Israeli planes and Israeli attacks. Which... That's like so incredible to me, and and a bunch of people in it's media ran with this. It's almost as if the uh, media is the enemy of the American people. It's pretty incredible. What I mean, like, and and it's incredible in the context of how anti Semites like to say that Jews control the media. Mm -hmm. It's I mean, they're apparently sleeping on the job when it comes to all these newspapers because they were not on top of this propaganda at all. What I I. It's amazing to me that all these reputable papers did this and and went with this lie, essentially. I mean, they ran push alerts to people's phones saying 500 killed in Israeli airstrike on hospital, right? And, like, it didn't even happen. It's That's, like, the height of terrible journalism to me. Well, yes. And a bunch of people have run with it now. So and, and it's not just, like, the hard news all the worst people have now used this to cover for their own failings. And so like personally, one of my favorites, I don't know why he rubs me the wrong way so much, but he just like, he's like one of my, the most hateable people to me. Um, is Ben Collins from, uh, is he NBC? He is, I think. Yes. Right? He's a disinformation expert. He's an expert in online disinformation. And he went, um, he tweeted out a Sky News story, Israel Hamas war, at least 500 people killed in hospital bombing in Gaza, Palestinians officials claim. And somebody actually replied to him that day and said, this is horrific, but can we wait a bit to see what actually unfolded before parroting the Hamas government that this was an Israeli airstrike? There were conflicting reports. And he says, I think people should know hundreds of people died at a hospital immediately, actually. That's why I picked this headline specifically. Once again, he's a media fact checker. He's a media guy, the expert in media. He's an expert Ethics. in disinformation and online information and parsing through it. And he not only still has not deleted any of his, um, you know, tweets about it, about how um, everybody, about how everybody died in this yes. hospital bombing. <clears throat> Um, he is not apologizing and he is still talking about it as though Israel did it. And he, you know, so, he, every, he retweets people who claim there's like room for doubt now still about who did it because there's a bunch of people now whose standards for believing information mm -hmm. have changed completely over the last 24 hours. So if Hamas says it, then you can just repeat it uncritically yes. and publish a news article as is just go for it because Hamas is super trustworthy and you don't have to fact check anything they say. They say 500 people died because Israel bombed a hospital, then you can just run with that right to print. But if 
now the U.S. Pentagon says that it definitely came from the ground near the hospital. You're, there's a bunch of people on Twitter demanding to see what intelligence they have that shows that. Right. So the word of the Pentagon isn't good enough for them, but the word of Hamas is just fine. Yes. Like we, oh, really? Yeah. What information do you have that shows that, Pentagon <laughs> officials? Let's see. Oh, yeah. Biden's just parroting what his intelligence people are telling him. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. When I see the proof, I see. I mean, first of all, you're not an expert in anything, you're a person on Twitter. Biden and the Pentagon don't owe you proof of anything. You can choose who you believe, but like, I mean, nobody's going to prove to you one way or the other who did it. But for more than a decade now, a very large percentage of missiles fired from Gaza land in Gaza. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is not uncommon. Because they care about Palestinian lives as much as they care about Israeli lives, which is not at all. Right. Um, but yeah, but they're they're not apologizing. The squad's not apologizing. They still don't believe the story. The, Rashida Tlaib's tweets are still up. Elon Omar's tweets are still up. They're still tweeting out stuff about how, yep, can't believe the IDF with this stuff. They lie all the time. Propaganda all the time. Can you believe the Pentagon? Can you believe the president who's in your party about this? I mean, like, there's still, and they, they'll never have to apologize for any of this. The only person who seems to be caught a little flat-footed here, because she's, I think, a bigger star, and she's not sure exactly what she should do here to maintain um, her position, is is AOC. Do you have that clip of her? Oh, I don't know. Um, so if you look back, she was on oh, with just... a- Abigail Phillips, I think. Oh, Ab- yeah, yeah, that's um, funny, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so that's... Um, so she's she's not exactly sure which way to fully go in this. Um, and then you could take the Liz Warren tack, too, which is just say it's super tragic and terrible that people died at a hospital and like avoid committing in any direction whatsoever that you possibly th- just try and walk the line. But yeah, the other thing that the journalists are doing now, um, now that it turns out they all report on something that wasn't true, is they're blaming Elon Musk for making t- it too hard to tell on Twitter what's real and what's fake. <laughs> That's great. Even though, like, if the AP and the Washington Post and the New York Times and stuff are all reporting it, then in theory, I'm not saying that I think this is true, but in theory, according to them, that should, that's all, like, credible information, right? Those are all credible sources. That has nothing to do what with Elon happened, Musk. What would have happened when they, the AP first reported and all of those other places first reported yesterday that the it was an Israeli air strike. What would have happened if if they added a, if Elon added a note saying that it's not verified that it's Israeli? It could be yeah, or better yet, what he did to the post during the Hunter Biden laptops. What the what Twitter did to the post during the Hunter Biden laptop stuff and locked them out of their account. Right. So right. this is a misinformation. We're locking up the accounts now. But yeah, but that's what they're doing. Is they're. You know, Ben Collins has been retweeting colleagues saying, like, it's really too bad that, you know, Twitter now it's impossible to tell what's real and what's fake on Twitter. As all of this kind of kicked off, you and several other of your colleagues uh, released a statement calling on for a ceasefire uh, in the region. But I wonder, what is Israel supposed to do about Hamas after they murdered, brutalized, abducted over a thousand of their citizens? Are they supposed to just do nothing? Well, you know, I think what's important to note about a ceasefire is that it's not one-sided. 
Hamas has been sending thousands of rockets into Israel as well. And what is important is for us to identify our goal in terms of what safety means, in terms of what defense means. But and if I, think I may, it, Congresswoman, I think the position from Israel's perspective is that there was already an attack. Mm-hmm. And Hamas already committed an attack. Mm-hmm. After that happened, do you really believe that they should not respond to that? I think what is important in terms of response is Israel does have a right to to self-defense. I think what we need to take a look at in they this were, situation... Israel has a right to self-defense. They, it was okay for them to fire back at the Hamas terrorists when they were in the kibbutzes. That was okay. Mm-hmm. They, they can fire, return, fire. If they have to self-defense, that's fine. They can't neutralize... You they know, can't get rid of the threat. No, no. ...is if collective punishment qualifies as defense. If the blockade collective on punishment. water, food, electricity, if the dropping of white phosphorus, uh, which is an indiscriminate weapon, qualifies. So I do believe that there's a discussion to be had here. I don't believe but, that in either or approach is what is necessary, but we should identify what our goal is, which is the cooling of tensions in the well, region. Israel's goal... Cooling of tensions. <laughs> tensions were cool like a week and a half ago. Oh, yeah. Nothing was going on. Every, there, there was, was no bombs dropping from Israeli planes onto hospitals. There was no Israeli incursion. Israel was still providing water and food exactly. and electricity for all the cousins for free. To rid the region of Hamas. They've been very clear about that. And I certainly take what you're saying about the condition of Gaza right now for civilians who, as you point out, are not synonymous with Hamas. But for Israel to deal with Hamas, which uh, is a force that is actually detrimental to Palestinians. Absolutely. How else are they supposed to address a violent militant, Mm -hmm. some say terrorist group, Mm -hmm. other than to go in there and and take them on directly? Well, You know, when we talk about going in there, I think we should also keep in mind President Biden's statements uh, as well about what a potential what the implications of a potential ground invasion would be. This is an inherently complex situation. I do believe that Hamas needs to be dealt with. But how, I think, is what I'm trying to understand. And I think what we're trying to figure out right now is that this present situation of collective punishment and and indiscriminate. The problem is this, is that she's like a computer virus. Right. She's just on this, like, if loop that right. keeps hitting She's if She's a chat GPT. Yes. Just buzzing around. So all she can do is take the factors that are there and keep saying them out loud. Mm-hmm. Hamas on the ground, humanitarian, Israelis. Um, White phosphorus. Right. Fo- yeah, exactly. Exactly. And all this, all she can do is keep, she's got nothing else. Because she doesn't have answers to questions and she knows that no. she doesn't. No. All she has is the stuff that she says that gets applause uh, applause when she goes to all of the rallies in the street, where all you have to do is sloganeer. So these are just sloganeering mm-hmm. and factors, things out there. White phosphorus, yeah, Google it. It's, uh... Yeah, well, the question was, would you still vote present on helping Israel fund the Iron Dome? <laughs> was the actual question, and she can't answer that, so... It's amazing. Um, along those lines, uh, in Hartford today, there's some great stuff happened. It's a lot, It's the same thing. <clears throat> there was a Board of Ed meeting in West Hartford, mm-hmm. and a Jewish mother got up, and she was very upset because she is her, she has two kids in the school system. Yep. She's also a teacher in the school system. And she got, from the superintendent of school, she got this email regarding the massacre last week. Dear West Hartford community, this has been a somber week with shocking and tragic events dominating the news cycle. As I have spent time in schools, I have heard from community and staff who are personally affected by the violence and crisis in the Middle East, and I am moved and saddened by the sharing of their pain and unease. Collectively, we know that many of our students may be experiencing similar feelings. In support, we wanted to share some resources available to help in any conversations you may be having to help your children process process the events and emotions. A couple of the links he sent are How to Talk to Your Children About Conflict and War, Resilience in a Time of War, Tips for Parents and Teachers of Elementary School Children, which is perfect because it's just like that CBS thing where they never mentioned Hamas. Mm-hmm. This lady has two Jewish children who 
live a few miles from the site of a pro-Hamas rally where people were celebrating the brutalization and murder of children. And she actually has real concerns. But all I do is send her on this anodyne email and say, well, war in general is happening. I know that you're seeing what's happening. And it's amazing. So I looked into uh, this and thinking that maybe the Board of Ed, since there are a lot of Jewish kids who go to these schools and a lot of Jewish parents who are very worried right now about getting stabbed in the neck because there are pro-Hamas people all through the state now. Right. He figured that she would say something. This is the, the, the honcho at the Board of Ed. And as much as we love our town, we know that our town is not immune from experiencing what is happening outside of our town and outside of our country. What has happened? And we know that we're all seeing a lot, hearing a lot, and feeling a lot. And as board members, feeling that is what? the common... You're right. Feeling a lot of what? Yeah, and why are we What are we things? seeing and hearing? Right thread Just that we a lot. have being board members, but also the common thread that all of us have is that we're parents and that we have loved ones. And what we see, unfortunately, does not take away from that. When we come before you, we are reminded of our primary charge, but we cannot take away from the all these progressive woke psychotics all have the same calm, smiling delivery. And they're the most dangerous people on the earth. Yeah fact that we're human and that we feel and recognizing that we, that we know that our young people it's so social emotional isn't it mm -hmm. holistic are human and they're feeling and they're seeing and they're seeing a lot like what and hurting <laughs> a lot and well what they saw including the mother of those children is a bunch of jewish kids being freaking brutally murdered by people who are out killing civilian jews and then their friends and neighbors going outside and holding rallies celebrating that yes <laughs> so and we feel that and so with that going to ask for us to have a moment of silence but what is what? unfortunate is even with the moment of silence it does not take away from the reality of what is happening but it is acknowledging what is happening and that we're all feeling <laughs> feeling this, what did, 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 did Kamala so Harris write this speech I know I what, what what's happening can you can you mention that we saw Jewish people with connections to people in our neighborhood get brutally murdered, massacred. That's what we all saw. That's what we saw. The other stuff that we're seeing, the Gaza shooting missiles at Israel and missile shoot, Israel uh, dropping ordnance in return is actually commonplace, pretty much. The real big thing we saw, the historic thing that happened this year is the horrific 9-11 slaughter of a bunch right. of defenseless Jewish people. Of literally thousands of people. Right. Who died in horrific ways, by the way, the more information comes out about it. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, this, <sighs> is the, this is her name is uh, Sarah, I think, Wexler. This is the mom who decided to, to speak at the Board of Ed meeting. Now, at the Board of Ed meeting, you're supposed to stick to the agenda, right? But they don't always stick to the agenda. Yeah, sometimes it depends what the. A couple yeah. of weeks ago, for instance, there was a racial incident at the board uh, in West Hartford. Nobody stuck to the agenda. During the George Floyd stuff, the agenda went right out the window. Oh yeah, it didn't matter. But um, it, this is uh, Sarah Wexler, and by the way, she is a teacher and a mother of students in the school district. In the school district, and you'd figure that. By the way, if this why wasn't. You'd figure that this has a general safety of children uh, veneer to it, so it should be just fine. But listen to at what point this uh, this woman butts in. Thank you for the opportunity to speak. I am here tonight as a member of the Jewish community, as a parent of a West Hartford student, a West Hartford resident, and a teacher in West Hartford Public Schools to talk about the email sent this past Friday from the superintendent and the overall response from our district. The email I read. Of the... Um, for the events that occurred on October 7th. In the, e in the email sent almost a week after the events in Israel took place. So, so far she's 25 six seconds into this mm -hmm. and she is not talking about something that's on the agenda. Now let's see when she gets flagged. You would have no idea that there was a brutal at terrorist attack in Israel. The shocking level of vagueness and lack of condemnation of Hamas, terrorist, Hamas's terrorist Excuse attack in Israel. Excuse me, Sarah, I do apologize for doing no. pardon me. Yeah. I must honor how we're speaking on agenda items, and pardon me, your 
comment is not referring to a specific agenda item. Thank you for so the opportunity there you to go. Hamas, so it's the word Hamas that's off the trigger. Exactly. We don't put mm-hmm. it in CBS News wraps, and we certainly don't uh, speak about that. No, you're not going to denigrate Hamas. Freaking amazing. Then they had to have, of course, some super procedural thing to eventually allow her to finish her speech. Because the other people, some of the other people in the school committee, like the three Republicans, are like, um, guys, we're going to make national history unless she can... <laughs> Finish this. She's not allowed to talk about the biggest slaughter of Jewish people in a single day since the Holocaust in our school, in our right. meeting, because... It's just freaking unbelievable. And as much as we love our town. Okay. Um, so Can we quickly talk about the sushi girl before we go to the hot sauce? Sushi girl? Did we talk about this this morning, or was that a lifetime ago? Okay, well, yeah, I yeah, talked yeah. to you about it this yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like her, right? I think you do like her, but, I mean... I don't think you'd hire her to do anything. No, but we find her attractive. Um, okay, I'm getting up there. Hold on. Yeah, because um, so this is a young lady. I should lady. throw this in though first. This is the leader of Hamas, leader of Gaza. I'm going to give you this opportunity. We're going to remember the murder of the innocent victim to George Floyd. You hear that word? George Floyd He said, I want to take this opportunity to remember the racist murder of George Floyd. The same type of racism that killed George Floyd is being used by Israel against the Palestinians. I just wanted to get that in. Perfect. Uh, well, that tells you right there. <laughs> well, BLM agrees. Uh, yeah. Well, progressives agree. Um, okay, I'm getting up to this. Um, it was... It, you can see her in the preview, right? Yeah. Do you need me to find it and resend it to I'm you? scrolling. I'm scrolling. Um, so anyway, so this is a young lady who, um, she has a job serving sushi, um, and she's $80,000 in debt for her marketing degree. Yes. Alice, of course, thought it was naked sushi, which I think is Well, nobody else thinks that. I don't know, but it, she talks about how she would have to take such a pay cut to work in marketing. And I didn't know that just like being a waitress at a sushi restaurant, like paid that much that it would be that huge a pay cut. Anyway. I'm a bone to pick with America! So I'm headed to my serving job. I f***ing hate it. I f***ing hate it. Why I make more money serving. I have my literal business marketing degree that put me in a cute $80,000 in debt. And I make more serving sushi rolls because I was, I've been applying to marketing jobs for weeks now. And the, the pay cut is insane. Insane. But the jobs that are like acute 150 to 200,000 a year, I'm not getting those. I'm a 20, almost 25 year old, my birthday soon, almost 25 year old chick going against, you know, corporate ass America, people with so much experience. All I got is my degree. You know, people say, get your degree, but then they don't talk about how you need experience. The degree was the experience! What bothers me is that she's in the passenger seat. It looked like she was in the passenger seat. Is she? I thought she was driving. Or maybe she's driving. Oh, she's reversed. Uh, One more thing before you go uh, that we have to get to, Alice. Wait, but you don't want to talk about that at all? Oh, okay. Um, Well, I, I think that she is... Uh, hateable because she said cute a couple of times a cute $80,000 and she's extremely hateable and um, well, it's not my fault that she has a stupid degree the way to get a job is to get a job dumbass well yeah that that's the point is that of course you need experience and of course a lot of times and I think you and I have both experiences a lot of times if you want to get to the place where you want to be career wise you have to take a pay cut from working in service industry or like retail jobs or whatever, because they do, they can pay a lot, you know, those types of jobs, um, especially compared to entry level jobs at big companies, you know, yes. like we've both done that. Of course you take a pay cut and of course you need actual experience. The degree doesn't count as experience. I'm sorry that everyone lied to you and told you to get $80,000 in debt and you would somehow miraculously have a $200,000 job by the time you turn 25, but that's an insane expectation. Well, yes, and they know that you're just a spoiled American marketing college sucker and they have workhorses in there 
who actually have experience. Well, yeah, and so you don't know how there. to do anything, actually. Right. Go in there, and they're gonna, you're going to start by putting together sales of binders for potential clients. And getting coffee for people. Exactly, exactly. And it's somehow America's fault that yes. she does this and, you know, that she has this degree. So, yeah, so you have to make a choice, which is either you take a pay cut, and when you're single and in your 20s is the time to do it, is the time to take the pay cut. And go start at the bottom of the ladder somewhere, start in the mailroom, start doing something at the company that you want to be at, and then you go and work your way up. But I don't know on what planet she thinks that being 25 and having a marketing degree entitles her to a hundred and fifty to $200,000 a year job. No, she's an a-hole. Like, who, I mean, first of all, th- there aren't that many of those jobs out there. Correct. And there are a lot of cute girls with marketing degrees. You know, we can do this tomorrow again if you want to. Okay. Because we just we're running out of time. Okay. But but in plus I do think we can make a bigger um a bigger topic out of it. Yeah, I think it's a big topic. That's yeah, what I was saying. That I hate it. her. And, and I'm going to tease another something for tomorrow. Okay. This song, is, its jingle has become a huge hit. I have type 2 diabetes, but I manage it well. It's a little pill with a big story to tell. I take one daily Jardiance at each day start. This song is has become a kind of a hit, an mm-hmm. internet hit, and this singer has now become a hit. I'm going to, the question for tomorrow is we're going to have a big reveal. And if somebody can guess it, I think we should send them a free shirt, Alice. A free shirt. Okay. What is the connection between that person and Thomas Winchettick? Here you go. Okay. There you go. Should we do the... Uh... Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline brought to us by Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. A delicious and hot hot sauce that gives part of their proceeds to the Fallen Firefighters Foundation. Ooh. This is Indian Cambridge, five minute walk east of the Phoenix Landing. I mean, come on. Yeah, everybody in America knows that the Kevin Costner rancher Western thing yeah. is called Yellowstone. Yeah. And if you're not watching it, there's something really wrong with the both of you. Cheers. Oh, I'm Andy in Cambridge, five minutes walk from Phoenix Landing. God bless you, Andy. I hope the Phoenix Landing is all right. I heard the field closed down. Uh, I think even did the Middle East close? I think TT the Bears closed. I used to live in Central Square. I mean, I, I just spent every night in Central Square. I love it there. I love the Phoenix. I love Central Square. I hope it's not gone to hell. Mm-hmm. We, we don't watch a lot of TV. That, I don't watch like any <clears throat> TV. No, no, like at all. No, Alice but. isn't a scroller. That's what she does. Can Alice, I, I gotta say, mm-hmm. I'm voting for Peter Shattuck. Oh, there you my go. dad was named Peter. Minahan's dad was named Peter. Oh. I think Peter is a wonderful name. I would go with it. And maybe if you want to throw out a middle name, Stephen. Peter Stephen Shattuck. Boom. Lock it in. PSS? Postscript? Script? I think Alice is... I don't know how I feel about the triple two syllables. Peter Stephen Shattuck. I feel like you need a three syllable in the middle. Okay, all the other ones don't have that. Yeah, do they? Peter Robinson, Peter Emerson, Peter we Nicholas. We don't have an Emerson. That's just pre- pretentious. We don't That's have... Toast's grandfather's middle name. Oh, she told okay. us on take Twitter. Take that back. Take that back. I, I'm. We for... don't have a Robinson either. True. True. There's a Robin in the family, but but you... once again, I think Peter Robin Shattuck is like. First of all, it sounds like Peter Rabbit, but which I like actually. <laughs> I'd be fine with Peter Rabbit Shattuck. To be honest, I think that would be great. Okay. Peter Rabbit, come here. All I heard was George Floyd. George Floyd. George Floyd. Yeah, it was, much, yeah, he was speaking in a different language. I'm pretty sure you're right about that. Imagine that. And the left, these guys just know the left in this country. Does anyone really believe that the show in which you would eat dinner and be called a racist is 100% true? Huh, yes. This thing yeah. is totally crap. And I No, it's been around. We and Alice yeah. were reading about this almost seven, eight a couple, years ago. No, not seven or eight years ago. Oh, okay, but it was no. post-George Floyd. It was probably 2020 or 2021. No, it was pre-George was, Floyd. I'm pretty sure. No, the race to dinner thing, I'm pretty sure that was post-George Floyd. Robin DiAngelo used to be part of it, and she was like 2019. Okay. Mm, okay. It was on this show, which started in 2020. So. Yeah, but it doesn't mean the program started in 2020. 
that if these broads tried to do this around <laughs> an Italian household, yeah, uh, we would either flip the table or get in a full-fledged food fight with these two or three or however many absolute dunces they are. Yeah, that wouldn't work in an Italian place mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah, the- no, but people pay them. It's, it costs thousands of dollars I know. to have them come to your house. And, and- yell at you so you can feel good about having a, a $2 million house. <laughs> it's like getting a cleanse, except spiritually. Incredible. America, we're, people are so broken. It's freaking insane. Insane. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. If you want, you can pay us thousands of dollars to come and eat dinner with you if yes. you want or um, you can just pay a couple bucks a month and be on the Patreon so you can get extra content or like join the live streams in the live chat um, you can also always listen to the show for free um, because we're not good grifters at all uh, yes. so that's available at burnbarrelpodcast.com there's links to all different places Say to listen Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.